Hey, Happy New Year. It is 2015, and thanks so much for kicking it off here on the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's good to be with you, and it's good to be with all of our listeners. Uh, I hope that your year is off to a good start, and uh, we are excited to kick things off on the Speaking For Him podcast. Very hard to believe that it's already 2015, but we are going to get started by, over the next few weeks, highlighting some character qualities um, that are essential to living a good Christian life as we go into the new year. And this was in part prompted because uh, some of these episodes are based on feedback that I received when I asked for podcast topics. So I want to say thank you to everyone who has contributed ideas. most of them, if not all of them, will end up as shows on the Speaking Firm podcast. We're always looking for ideas, always glad to hear from you. So please make sure that you're utilizing the contact information at the end of the show to contact us and let us know how we're doing and what we can do better and what you would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, today we are going to talk about humility. And before we get too far in, let's go back to Adam for our quote. Of the day. And this comes from what I want to nickname Mr. Quote himself because he seems to have so many that are so spot on from C.S. Lewis here. It says, True humility is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. That's from his book, Mere Christianity. And I really like the perspective um, of this because I think a lot of times we think of humility as I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's our natural inclination is to think. That that's what it means. And what it's really, it's not really saying that because God tells us that we're made in his image. We're supposed to have a healthy self-image. We're supposed to believe that we're valuable. But like C.S. Lewis says, we're supposed to think of ourselves less because we're supposed to think of others. In Philippians chapter 2, it tells us that we should esteem others better than ourselves. So, again, thinking less of yourself is almost like a false humility because the focus is still on yourself, whether you're thinking less or more of yourself. And C.S. Lewis is making the point that we are simply to think of ourselves less often and instead think about how we can impact others and how we can help them deal with what they're going through in life. Adam, do you have any thoughts on today's quote? I think that that is spot on, and I like too there where it says, you know, not to think less of yourself as in to put yourself down or to think I'm I'm never good enough or anything, uh, but it's to yeah to put others first and uh, to to humble ourselves. We can think of ourselves less in a humbly in a humbling way, instead of maybe what may become like a, a degrading way or something. So I like how C.S. Lewis kind of separated that apart just in one quote. All right, well today's show um, was actually an idea of a of a friend of mine. His name is Dan. Merrick. And Dan, I hope you I pronounced your name right. <laughs> um, it's always a little dicey um, trying to get pronunciations right, but I hope that I did it justice. And he was kind enough to leave us a voicemail on the blog, which any of you can do, and give us a little bit of his perspective on humility and why he thought this was a good podcast topic. So we'll hear from him, and then we'll come back and discuss it. Hey Andrew, this is Dan. Um, <clears throat> hopefully this works well. I've never done this before, um, but you'd asked me on Facebook um, to tell you why 
I wanted, I thought humility was a good idea for a topic. Um, first, I want to direct you to an article that I recently posted on my Facebook page. Let me bring it up here. It's entitled, Mr. Milquist and Other Misconceptions About Humility. Um, you can find it on my actual uh, wall, or uh, you can go to thegospelcoalition.org. Uh, if you have trouble finding it, just message me on Facebook, and I can definitely send you the link. So, I guess, just to answer why I think humility is an important topic, um, as Christians that believe in the gospel of grace, um, Christians should be the most humble people there are. We, we're not saved for what we do, but God in His grace... Um, has mercy on us and my pastor always says Christianity is not for good people that never did anything wrong it's for bad people who never did anything right um, so I it it it's very important especially when relating to unbelievers to to be humble to realize that you're no better than them apart from the grace of God and pride comes up all the time um, all right and thank you Dan for those observations um, and I really resonated with this idea uh, because I I have struggled myself with humility. I think that's one of the reasons why God has seen fit to put me in a wheelchair um, because it it is a physical reminder of my spiritual need for him and the fact that I can't, I literally can't do anything uh, without help. Um, I can't get up in the morning without help. I can't get dressed in the morning without help. Uh, and I certainly, at least at this stage in my radio career, would be lost in the studio without Adam's help producing the show. So things like that really helped me to get, gain a proper perspective on myself. And I, I took a look at the article that, um, that Dan uh, referenced in his voicemail, uh, Mr. Milk Toast and Other con Misconceptions About Humility. And I will actually provide a link to that article on our blog for this uh, podcast episode. Um, so please uh, make sure that you uh, avail yourself of that. And um, the title of the podcast, again, is Simply Humility. So when you're looking for that blog post, uh, you should be able to find it under that title. And I just took some of the the characteristics that are listed um, in the article, um, and wrote them out to use as a guideline for this podcast. And so four things about humility, we'll just start with the first one. Humility is often misunderstood. And, uh, we, we talked a little bit about this in our intro when we said that a lot of times we can say humility seems to be, well, I'm no good. Mm -hmm. I'm nothing. That, that seems to be the modern understanding of what humility is, um, and almost a weakness. Um, but this is what Jesus said about humility. He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And as from Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 and uh, Jesus is talking about his meekness um, and how he is humble, lowly in heart. Um, but Jesus was one of the strongest people to ever walk the earth, if not the strongest 
in the most important areas because he was God. So yes, he was indeed the strongest, but his meekness was actually power under control. It wasn't a lack of power. It wasn't a lack of of self-awareness or, or a lack of knowledge of his deity or his power. All of his deity and his power was in place the whole time he was on earth. He never surrendered being God. He never surrendered being perfect. He never surrendered being creator. What he did was to place the fullness of God into a human body and to operate under its constraints. And I don't know if you've ever taken the time to think about what it might be like or what it might have been like for the God of the universe to walk around on this earth in a human body. But to me, that's a pretty staggering thought. Um, did you have any thoughts, Adam? What always blows me away is, is uh, how, how you said the comment there about how he was the most, um, you know, the, the strongest one to walk the earth, which is true because he's God. But the amazing thing is, is how he did it so humbly. You know, it wasn't like he was strutting his stuff or, you know, walking around the place like he, I was about to say like he owns it, but I guess technically he did. But, <laughs> yeah. but just uh, having that humble attitude is just such a testimony, being that example to us. And it's like, how can we do that in, in our daily lives? And kind of a rabbit trail there, but that's what my mind always comes back to is kind of the daily time that we live in now. You know, how can we apply how Jesus walks so humbly, even being the strongest, to us sometimes that, that aren't as strong? We can still ask for his help to just ask for that humbleness, to, to have that mm -hmm. spirit of it always. And uh, it just, that always blows me away how he was the strongest, yet the most humble about it. And then our second thing is also kind of relating back to our intro. Humility is not denying reality. Um, okay. So the psalmist said this. He said in Psalm 139:14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So the proper um, expression of humility is not to say that I am the worst thing ever, but rather to say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Therefore, I will serve him out of gratitude and I will um, give him the glory whenever I'm, a, I'm able to do something well. It's kind of like what Dan said in his call when he said, you know, humility and grace are not uh, given to us um, because we do something right. Um, they're given to us because we struggle to do right and God loves us anyway and he wants us to thrive and he wants us to be able to live in fellowship with him despite the fact that we often fail. So that's that's really um, something that we need to understand. And uh, Adam, could you read the next one? It says here, expression of love comes from Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Okay, and I chose this passage because it's one of the most blatant uh, examples of this. But basically, the, the premise of this third aspect of humility is we need to realize that humility is a way that we show our love to God and to others. Mm -hmm. It's not about, oh, I need, again, I know it feels like we keep reiterating this, but it's at the crux of the matter. It's not about how I need to 
lament myself and need to, you know, just push myself so far down that I, I am nothing, that I'm trash along the side of the road. But it, 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 humility gives us the opportunity to show love to others. And we can't show love to others unless we understand God's love for us. And so, especially for those who are married or are contemplating marriage, it's good to remember that God loved the church so much that he sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die for the church so that we could be redeemed and brought close to him. And it's that type of attitude that God wants us to walk out um, with others in our lives. Not just if we're in a marriage relationship, but even with our brothers, um, with our friends, with our co-workers. All those relationships can be spheres of influence for us to shine for Jesus Christ. And the best way to do that is to be humble, to... You know, to allow others to get credit. You know, one of the things that I often tell my bosses when I go in for a job is that my goal is to make you look good for having me, having hired me. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do that is because if my boss looks good, if my company looks good, then I'm doing a good job. Because as an employee, I'm a representative of that company. And it's the same thing in the Christian life. As a Christian, I am a representative of Jesus Christ. That's why the disciples were called Christians, because they reminded people of their master, Jesus Christ. And incidentally, Christians started out as an insult. It says in Acts that the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. And the reason was that... that people wanted to insult them. It's become a good term in our culture and almost a too popular term. It's popular to call yourself a Christian. But the thing that we need to challenge ourselves with is are we really living the Christian life? Mm -hmm. And then could you read the last one too, Adam? Yeah, absolutely. This comes from Philippians 2 verses 5 through 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And this final point is that he humbled himself. And as I said in the last one, we are supposed to model Christ to others we are supposed to be following Christ. As Christians, we are ambassadors for Christ. We're representatives of the company, so to speak. And so when people think about the church or about Christians, are we giving a good example of that? And because he humbled himself. See, the neat thing about Jesus is he never asked us to do something that he was not already doing himself. Um, he says to take up your cross and follow him, denying yourself of the things of the world. And he's only asking you to do something that he did because he took up his cross and he walked down the road up the mountain of Golgotha and was nailed there for us. And he died and committed his spirit to God 
and was risen again the third day, proving that he had gained the victory over sin and death. That when he said, it is finished on the cross, it truly was finished. And so we need to have a similar attitude of humility as he did. Um, Adam, before we wrap up the show, do you have any final thoughts on any of these last few points? Absolutely. Looking and and just reading in the Bible where Jesus walked and and talked, pretty much everything he did is such a great testimony to us. And um, if maybe you're trying to grow in humbleness, technically we're all trying to grow in humbleness every day, right? Uh, Just to go to him and just ask him for it. Who's going to know the best about being humble than the one who was the most humble himself? So as we've gone over these points and everything, Jesus humbled himself. How can we ask God, please help me to humble myself now and to mimic you? And uh, that's that's so important. I know that's something I'm learning in my own faith walk as well. Oh, well, thank you, Adam. Um, and again, uh, we hope that these points have been beneficial to you. We will link um, the article that was referenced earlier, Mr. Milk Toast, and other misconceptions about humility. Uh, these points um, about humility are brought out in further detail in that article so you can uh, click the link on the blog and read it and get more information also you can share this episode with friends and as I said you can contact us with the contact info that will roll in just a moment Uh, I think that's all I have for today but we look forward to being with you again next week and until then keep serving the best of masters Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 